0: So coming out of the place of fear into a place of confidence as an entrepreneur, we were confident in what we had to offer. We had proven that it had worked. We had gone to extreme measures to prove that it worked. And yet we hadn't grown enough in leadership of ourselves as business owners to have that confidence in saying, and it's worth this amount and then some." Hey, you're
1: listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business, and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. I get to introduce you today to a woman that I'm pretty obsessed with because she's become a dear friend of mine. She has changed my health. She came to me to help her in her business. And ultimately, we ended up developing a wonderful friendship. Her and her business partner, Christina, have created this business that is revolutionizing and really disrupting the women's health industry. And they've personally made such an impact on me. But today's episode is really cool because it's kind of coming from two angles. I get to brag on their business a bit because it's changed my life and changed the lives of pretty much every woman they come in contact with. And the fact that it's really cool to see the transformation they've gone through from a business perspective. When I met Jen and Christina, they were still working their full time practices in person, hands on patients, and really only in a local market. And once I learned about their mission and the work that they were doing, I was like, how do we get this in front of more people like this can't be, you know, kept as this little secret down in Louisiana, the world needs this. So we worked together over the course of time in our mastermind. And the transformation in their business models has been night and day. In fact, they've closed their in-person practice and they're serving so many more women and helping with so many more transformations. And it's been such a beautiful gift. So Jen is an exercise physiologist. She's an author. She's a mom of three. And she personally went through a struggle postpartum with what's called prolapse. Some might be familiar with it. She had stage two and it was very significant. And she and Christina, her business partner, They have a combined 36 years of experience helping women jump for joy without peeing their pants and to ditch the back pain and to alleviate so many of the stressful and, I don't know, frustrating and painful things that women deal with after having kids, whether they're a year out from having kids or 50 years out from having kids, that the world has just told us is normal. So that's what they do. But today's episode is really geared towards you. If you are great at what you do, but you're screaming in an empty room, like it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do, but your hard work is just not getting you to where you want to be. You have to be strategic. And today we talk about how Jen and I work together in order to help her business grow triple in the last year and experience the benefits of shifting gears when it comes to not just being an expert at what you do, but having expertise in how to grow and scale your business too. All right, this is an amazing episode for a multitude of reasons. Make sure you listen to the whole thing. And we have something special. So listen till the end because Jen and Christina were super generous and gave us something we are giving as a gift to all of you. So there is nothing better than having my dear friends on the show. And Jen, you certainly fall into that category of people. So welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you for being here with me. and I'm so pumped to just kind of pick your brain and share you, your business with our listeners, but also just really give some insight that I think will encourage a lot of the entrepreneurs that listen in as to what's really possible and how close it is, how simple tweaks can make all the difference. So
0: welcome. Yay. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. One of my most favorite people in the world. Such a pleasure. I joke that
1: Jen is like my, I don't know, my like (laughs) pep squad, (laughs) my pep squad. And then like in our... Mastermind sessions. I call her like my bobblehead because she's always like, Yes. She's always just <laughs> everything I say, just really stroking my ego, making me feel smart. I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So before we dive in and just to give our listeners a little insight, today we're really going to focus on how, despite the fact that you might be excellent at what you do, And the fact that you're willing to bust your butt doing that thing, it does not equal success. It does not necessarily equal freedom in your life. And ultimately it can, you know, you can create a business that ends up being a cage for you in many ways and a limitation for you. So we're going to talk about how Jen and I have worked together for several years now and, how there are certain things you can do to really uncork that potential and really shift the trajectory of your business instead of just working until hopefully someday it clicks. So that's the focus of today's episode. However, I want people to know what you do. And I'm sure as soon as you (laughs) tell people, they're going to be like, Hmm, okay, tell me more. So tell us about you, Christina,
0: your business partner and tighten your tinkler, your business. So I am an, exercise physiologist. My business partner is a physical therapist, and we both had in-person practices um, coming into Liz's mastermind. And uh, we were in the middle of we had actually just completed a two and a half year research study, proving that our protocol that we were putting online to help more women works. We were just published in the Journal of uh, Women's Health Physical Therapy. So clearly we know a smidge about what we do from a clinical perspective and from a practical perspective in helping women. However, going from a brick and mortar practice to an online offering is like just completely different. And I had no, we had no idea what we were getting into. So, you know, classically we did the research we built the thing we opened the doors and we're like yeah all these people are just gonna like you know we built this website and this course and they're just gonna all come running um yeah our big launch we had seven sales (laughs) and Christina and I were like oh no (laughs) we need some help and that led us to Liz and the mastermind and um It has been a real blessing from there. So, okay. We can't say the phrase, tighten your tinkler and
1: not explain in more detail what that (laughs) means for our listeners and how you help women, because I want to take a quick sidebar down this road for a minute before we jump back into the topic of today, because a lot of our listeners are women. And I think one thing that I preach a lot is holistic approaches to healing and also, Uh, really advocating for yourself and understanding what you can do to optimize your health and your body. Because to me, that's how you can tap into your potential in other areas of your life. And one thing, unfortunately, that's happened in, this is my tangent for today. (laughs) Unfortunately, what's happened in the world of medicine, especially when it comes to women, so many things are just normalized that are just not normal. It's not how it has to be. And it leads to additional suffering and pain and just annoyances and frustration and that lack of optimization because our energy and focus has to go towards something else or it's just this little nagging thing in our lives so you've really disrupted uh and probably pissed off a lot of people in the western medicine yes. space uh because you are doing it differently, which I'm all for in all areas of life is breaking the rules. So tell us a little bit how you guys are breaking the rules in terms of what you do with Tighten Your Tinkler and, and really what's your mission behind it? Because I know it's served me immensely. So many of our clients that have met you and fallen in love with you have been like, wait a minute. I know I'm here to meet you in a business sense, but like help me. And you (laughs) have, so talk to us more about the mission
0: behind it and what you guys do. Yes, yeah, so Tighten Your Tinkler is an online. We offer a couple of different products, but our signature program really helps women um, dealing with things like pee leaks, urgency, visiting the restroom uh, more than 10 times a day, pressure, um, diastasis recti, back and hip discomforts, pain with intimacy. All of these really embarrassing issues that, like you said, many women just feel like they have to live with. And if you go the Western medical route, first of all, it's a challenge to just get taken seriously enough to get a proper diagnosis. And then secondly, the solutions that are being offered is really pills, surgery, or you know, being poked and prodded, which is the last thing that we really want after when we're trying to heal from birth. And particularly if you're having pain with intimacy due to tightness, the last thing you really want to do is go see another practitioner that's going to be poking and prodding you down there that's going to create anxiety and these kinds of things. So, you know, our mission is really to educate women to know that there is another way, you know, and and that's really what the research was about. We were really shocked and surprised when uh, the physicians that we were sitting with and presenting our research to. We're like, well, I don't make any money from this. Why, like, saying this? Why would I refer patients to this? And I mean, our jaws like to hit the floor because it was like the light bulb went off. Oh, okay, this actually isn't about helping people. This is all about making money at this stage of the game. So, all women really deserve the opportunity to gain access to this kind of care uh, from home, and and that's really what we're about. And that was what was so empowering
1: to me was one feeling like there were people who heard me. Like I thought the my ham, uh, not my hamstrings, my hip flexors have been chronically tight since I had my first child did not associate it to birth or um, having carried a baby or anything at all. And it just drove me nuts. I would be sitting down just at my desk, feeling like they were in like locked up. And I had back pain that was driving me nuts. And I had no clue that any of this had to do with going through childbirth or labor, or carrying a baby. And so when I felt seen and heard, you, you were like, oh, yeah, that's from this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no one has said that to me. Not to mention the fact that I had undiagnosed DR, which my OB supposedly checked me for and all these things that were causing other issues and just leading to other problems and everything radiates, right? Like we're not compartmentalized in mind or body. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sure. You have back pain, but then what is you compensate that back pain? And then it leads to some pain somewhere else and it all connects. So I felt like you guys had like saw me, it was the first time that I felt like it was, Oh wait, I'm not crazy. I'm not just complaining about annoying aches and pains. And I don't have to accept this either. And then the solution, and this is so me, I mean, I want quick, effective, simple, you know, I don't want the whole rigmarole. And it was like, so simple to follow your process at home in short windows of time and get Very immediate relief. So, to me, it was such a no brainer and it was not invasive. And it was just like all the things that I wished had existed but didn't know did through your program. And to me, it's evidence that you're on the right track when the authorities that be are coming after you with a pitchfork because you're going to cut into their market. It's like, oh, I'm really onto something now. So, anyway, any woman listening (laughs) to the show, or really any man listening to the show that has a woman in their life. And the cool thing is, you know, Jen, you bring up post birth. This can be post birth three weeks later or post birth thirty years later, right? There, these issues linger. Postpartum,
0: always Always postpartum. Yeah, totally.
1: So, to the men listening who have women in their lives, or the women listening. Reach out to these ladies. uh, Check out their signature program. I I have a coupon code for you guys. It's Luminary, all caps, and we'll drop the link in the show notes that you guys can get access to it. But it is a no brainer. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but once they have it, this is something they can keep coming back to time and time again, right? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, lifetime access. Okay, awesome. All right, that was a tangent worth having. Now we (laughs) jump in. To the nitty-gritty of business. As I said, I've I've encountered many incredible entrepreneurs who are truly experts at what they do. I mean, you guys have the research study published and you were serving people individually in your local market at your practice. Did that equate to uh, freedom and scalability for you?
0: No, okay. not at all.
1: <laughs> and that's what I have a special place in my heart for practitioners like that because I have a lot of them in my family. I have chiropractors and lawyers yes. and doctors and my mother as a CPA and I've seen mm-hmm. them grind and grind and grind for years only to ever have some level of flexibility, but never scalability or freedom. And that's one of the things that I feel so passionate about is how can we unlock the potential of what you do in a way that allows you for more freedom, but also way more impact. Like bringing your business online meant that you, that I could be served up here in Wisconsin, despite the fact that you live down near New Orleans. It's like, it was an, it was this man, this mission means something. Why are we going to only keep it for this small little market and whatever Jen and Christina's capacity is that day? You know what I mean? So yes, that's the disclaimer I'm putting on this. If you're that type of business owner, or you trade time for money, or you have uh, struggles just breaking through profit plateaus or figuring out how to get your message and mission out into the world. We're going to talk through some things that have clicked for Jen and her business partner, but tell, tell me a little bit more. You go, go back to that first launch. You had seven people come in. It kind of was like an eye opener of, Oh crap. We might have some stuff to figure out here. What do you feel like your business was up against and what you guys were up against when you brought your business online and you were like, man, my, my incredible skill set doesn't necessarily translate to successful business
0: well i mean we were screaming in a vacuum essentially i mean you're you're talking about competing in your local market which is tiny compared to the internet which is global market and um we just were not experts in that or hadn't done really any market research in that you know we really thought that we could take the same messaging and ideas that we were doing locally And that that was going to translate well online, you know, with, you know, telling our local market, Hey, this is coming. We're so excited. And yeah, seven people. We also weren't, we weren't ready for the visibility, right? There's so many things that you helped us with, including like putting ourselves on social media and that kind of thing, because we were just like, well, do we really have to do that? Like, is that important? And Liz was like, uh, yeah. Uh, get this done by next week. (laughs) So you were constantly pushing us along the way, as well as like doing the market research and asking really good, thoughtful questions of the folks that had purchased. And, you know, one thing that Christina and I learned very quickly, the two things that we were awful at is marketing and uh, messaging, one, three, and pricing. Yeah, no (laughs) (laughs) You were like, Uh, I don't remember, it was very early on when I shared, we shared with you what our program was priced at. And you were like, absolutely not like (laughs) triple that. And Christina and I were like, wait, what? (laughs) Unfortunately for
1: all of you listening, you missed the mega, mega, mega discount of when they first got into business. And were essentially giving this away. Yes. And we would not be in business.
0: I mean, in our margins.
1: Right. Yeah. You wouldn't have survived. So let's talk about that for a second, because to me, my mind always goes to the leadership principles that are necessary in order to do the business things that are going to move the needle forward. A lot of times people just want the business strategy, but if you don't, you know, beef that up with the person you need to be to carry that business strategy forward, it all falls apart anyway. So when you look at something like pricing, for example, or even marketing, what is the mindset block that's, that you were facing, you know, when we had that conversation and I was like, oh my gosh, that's your pricing. Like, I'm not allowing you to do that. Like, got to change that. What was your thought process and discomfort (laughs) behind
0: the scenes when we first kind of attacked that roadblock? Oh, for sure. It was scarcity mindset because, you know, you tend to attract heart-centered practitioners and, and entrepreneurs, as you stated before. So the folks that you attract, we were doing this because we care about people. You know, I mean that that has always been why we got into doing the thing that we do. So somehow if by increasing our pricing, we felt like all of a sudden we were these bad people that were trying to like do something to our customers in this really strange way, right? That scarcity mindset. And didn't look at the back end of things in terms of recognizing that if we wouldn't have, you know, if we didn't raise our prices, we would be out of business and not able to serve anyone. Mm -hmm. So coming out of the place of fear into a place of confidence as an entrepreneur, we were confident in what we had to offer. We had proven that it had worked. We had gone to extreme measures to prove that it worked. And yet, We hadn't grown enough in leadership of ourselves as business owners to have that confidence in saying, and it's worth this amount and then some. Mm -hmm. And um, that was one of the very first things that you did for us was build our confidence and just speak truth into us about, listen, start looking for comparison points. I mean, it's what led me to also look at some other research and, and learn that women are, Paying $900 a year on average to just deal with this stuff. That's not even like getting to the root cause or addressing any of it. So it really helped reset our mindsets. And again, learning to lead ourselves first, because now we have a team. But at that point, it was just Christina and I, you know, scrambling, wearing all the hats. And that was just such a big, big deal for us. And naturally, once we raised the price, all of a sudden, our business our, our business increased tremendously. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, how is this possible? (laughs) And I remember, I think we were on a call and somebody was presenting talking about like wine as an example. And like the blends are usually the same between like that $20 bottle of wine and $50 bottle of wine. But if you're looking for a good bottle of wine, you're naturally going to purchase the $50 version. And, um, and that really just hit us as well as it helped it helped us attract the right woman who was going to also continue to walk uh, yeah. down that path with us and continue to purchase other things from us uh, mm. to continuing her journey of healing.
1: Mm, it's so important to note that because first of all, people tend <clears throat> to value what they pay for right like there's a reason why. We all opt in for 1 million things and they sit in our inbox because it's free. It's like, uh, whatever, I'll get to that when I get to it. But when Mm -hmm. you invest in something, you value it at a higher degree. And then on top of that, from the standpoint of what you just said about attracting the right person, there are a lot of people out there that are seeking band-aids for deep-rooted problems, whether it be in health stuff, business stuff, whatever. So let's take business as an example. There are so many people out there downloading all the freebies, but never taking the leap to invest in the thing that's going to move the needle. The same with the work you do. Uh, They'd rather find some kind of band-aid to quell the discomfort instead of actually really saying, how do I, how do I heal? And how do I get beyond this. So you want to attract the person that's not seeking the band-aid and the band-aid seekers are looking for cheap. So this is a good rule of thumb in business in general is like, okay, uh, you're going to price yourself according to the transformation you offer, not really that primarily. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. So talk to me to being in, so we've done a lot of different work together. You've been in our masterminds, you've done scaling up at the farm, which is our high level program where you and Christina came out just individually to our property. And we did a deep dive into your business for a few days And then we also have our camp luminary, which is um, for entrepreneurs and their families. And it's really more about the reconnection piece and being in mission together as a family. So we've done a lot of things together. Uh, But let's talk about from the mastermind perspective, the value of having, like the power of the pack, right? So yes, I've had the privilege of getting to coach you in your business and support you on the direct matters that you're facing or the goals that you're setting, But that's only one element Mm -hmm. of us working together. So talk a little bit about what comes from being surrounded by like-minded people or people that are really going to challenge you and see things that you might not see both in your business, but also more importantly in you and believe
0: in you and push you and challenge you. I have to say that you attract incredible women and we have just made some lifelong friendships and some folks who I mean, literally, I am still connected with. So I can send them anything at any time. And inevitably, there's always a push, right? You, you present your best. And there are still folks in that group that are a little bit a step or two ahead of you, that challenge you that question you that um, ask you questions about things that you had not thought about. And it just fast tracks your results because you get a perspective that you didn't have. Even with Christina and I being opposites, me, the visionary, her, the integrator, there's still, there's still things that we don't see. We still have blind spots. And so being with, I tend to think of it as like running with thoroughbreds, right? I mean, you know, there's, uh, there's nothing like it because you end up pushing just a little bit more getting getting the the best from yourself and it's it's the beautiful thing that i love about masterminds is it's that give and take you know we all are supporting one another and you have the opportunity to also give to your fellow teammates when they need something but that piece of it to me is the most valuable part it it's it's a game changer because while you are an incredible coach, it's still one perspective as opposed to many that keep things well-rounded and you just feel like from bringing things up at a call or on a thread, the, the situation, whatever it might be that you're struggling with, gets looked at from all angles and you feel like you can move much quicker with your decisions and put, getting things out there and it's always such a divinely orchestrated
1: thing in my opinion. I've been doing these forever and I feel like every time I'm, you know, nervous going into leading the group like, man, I hope we have the right people in here and I hope it gels and it it always does. And inevitably God brings like the right different personalities in to support, you know what I mean? So Jen, you might be coming to the table with a business question and I can laser coach you in that business question, but then there's a a mindset block or an emotional component. And then there's going to be the compassionate one in the group that's there as a shoulder for you. There's going to be the kind of honest person who looks you dead in the eye and challenges you. Like there's going to be the element, different elements of what you need to fast track your growth, not just in business, but personally. And I think that's one of the most powerful pieces, as you said, about a mastermind is that a lot of times people want to kind of jump to the business solution that they can just apply. Like, give me the marketing strategy to get more reach or help me with my sales strategy so I can convert more. And they're forgetting or they're not paying attention to the pieces of themselves that they could hold this key, but they won't be able to leverage it properly because they are not equipped for it. So yes, when a mastermind is run properly, its I don't even know if it's equal parts, but it's parts of the strategy and the, the things that you need, the tactics in addition to the leadership and the, the challenging the person in the group to grow and elevate. So if done well, coming out of that program, they're, they're evolved. They're different. They're, they see their business and the world through a new lens. And there's a shift yes. there. And I've seen that in you guys. And one of those shifts that comes to mind was when you guys were at the farm and having a business partner is not easy, especially when you are, It's it's a blessing and a curse being very different personalities and strengths. Michael, my husband, and I, we are the same way. We're business partners and we are completely different in personality and in skill set and in weakness, right? And it can really benefit the business and it can really rub you raw and make you feel like, I don't know if we can do this. So, talk a little bit about the block you guys were having. And because This was one of the big leadership leaps I saw you both take after our time at the farm where you were standing on shaky ground, not because you don't love each other and you don't have a heart for the mission because it's really freaking hard sometimes to have two people leading and uh, understand both tactics and leadership principles that are going to take you to the next level. Sometimes without those things, it can
0: really tank you. Are you talking about the D word? D word. (laughs) So yeah, Christina and I had placed this deadline on ourselves. Like if we could not pay ourselves X amount by less than a year from when we were with you, we were out. The problem is it was, we were so focused on that, that deadline. It was like, it was so negative. It was, it was, um, It was not helping us at all. It was actually creating a lot of stress because it was like forcing things and just creating a lot of of tension. And so you, this is one of the reasons why I love you so much. I'm like, I'm like, Liz is one of the ballsiest girls that I, that I know. And I just (laughs) love this about her because she just looked us eyeball to eyeball and said, you have to take the D word off of the table. You have to take the divorce like this is going to be over by this date if we don't make this like take it off the table. You're either in it or you're out of it, but you can't have one foot in one foot out, which was just like we both like our eyeballs like to pop out of our heads because we're like, oh, my God, that's exactly what we've been doing. And we were shooting ourselves in the foot essentially because we were not able as a visionary. I was like stuck. I didn't have the vision beyond that date, which as a visionary made me feel like claustrophobic and stuck. And so it was just, it was such a blessing. And as soon as we released that, it was like (laughs) the world opened up for us and truly the money started to flow, which there again, it's that emotional piece that... You know, coming back to a leadership perspective, you can only take people as far as you've gone yourself. Mm-hmm. And we weren't being good leaders of ourselves or our, our business in, at that point in time. And um, it was incredibly freeing and eye-opening how easy it is to paralyze the the success of your business with these rules that that we tend to make up.
1: It's so true. And I see people do this all the time where they create goals from this place of desperation. So people, people will say like motivation or, you know, getting your button gear often comes from a place of desperation or inspiration, which is fine. That's true. There are plenty of people who have had their back against the wall and done something incredible because of it, but they had to also have a spark of inspiration of what they were creating. And I felt like you guys, in addition to so many other people that I first come in contact with and have to kind of help through this, is that that way of setting goals from a place of desperation or... Uh, almost like negativity, where we have to get yes. it to this point by this point. And it's like, that's just not how life works. And that's not how business works either. It's really smart to have a vision and it's really smart to set goals. But guess what? Sometimes you're not going to hit those goals by those dates. So then what? Do you quit? Like, that to me is evidence that the mission isn't that important. And knowing you guys, I knew this mission was everything to you. So there was a lack of congruency there for me of like, how can you even, how can you even utter those words? Because you are like, this is a piece of you. You guys aren't, you know, no offense to people that sell candles, but just as an example, you're not just like selling candles. Like you're doing something that is changing uh, women's healthcare and their, their lives and you know, quality of life and all those things. So I knew there was a disconnect. And I know as a visionary too, that it is incredibly difficult to have that kind of thing. Like by this date, this is happening or putting like, let's just take launches. For example, I see people do this all the time where they're like, okay, this is our goal for the launch. And then they don't hit it. And the despair that sets in and how it affects how they go forward is crippling. So what people have to do is have a long-term vision that they stay fiercely committed to and have goals that they can flex with, right? That that are just there to push you and extract data. Do the thing, see how it goes, good, bad, great. That's just information. I'm gonna apply it to the (laughs) next one. And it's a learning lesson. And I look at it the same way. I have a, a friend that was telling me a story about a mutual friend who recently got engaged because she gave her now fiance an ultimatum like there better be a rock on this finger by this date or I'm out and I'm like man that's gonna be a really tough way to start a life together Uh, where it's that do or die mentality because you're not coming to the table with that inspiration of what could be a vision of this beautiful future and I say the same thing to friends of mine who got married after us, where they're like, what are the tips? What are the advice? And it's that same mentality of like, you go into your marriage and the D word is not on the table there either, because then it opens up possibility for no matter what we face, we're going to figure it out because we believe in this mission and we're all in. And like you said, trying to do something with one foot out the door, good luck running on one foot. It's just not going to work for you. So I was so proud of that moment for you because I've seen the trajectory shift almost instantly from that moment forward, both from your energy and how you showed up for the work you were doing. You weren't clawing your way there. You were you were building something beautiful together. And it was such a world of difference in both the execution of what you were doing, but then the end result of it. So what other big ahas have hit you along the way? I just have loved, I've, mm. I've felt so blessed to be privy to your journey and like seeing it unfold, especially knowing the mission behind it and knowing that I believe in it so strongly. And I want more people to be helped by you guys, but I've just like, your business is really picked up and you're doing amazing things. Uh, Any other things come to mind that have clicked for you or
0: Christina and the business and all of it? I think just getting us, you know, the mastermind and the and the different things that we've done with you have really gotten us from such a beginner stage of business to having a team and and there's a bridge that has to be built there in both confidence and self leadership of self to trust that you know because it it does take a lot of trust and belief in your business to now start paying other folks uh, to come onto the team but it the roi happens so quick when you do it right you know when you've taken all of the steps of removing the barriers of the scarcity mindset and working on personal development and growth and surrounding yourself with other thoroughbreds other really smart women and um i don't know it's it's just been such blessing. I cannot imagine. I mean, we have literally this year tripled our business this quarter from, from first quarter of last year. And that's really just due to, we are still building out the, the Ascension (laughs) product suite that we put together how long ago at the farm. I mean, but for me as a visionary, it's been so beautiful to have that, laid out to see the trajectory, to be able to kind of put those blinders on and go, okay, I'm not, I don't have shiny ball syndrome anywhere, you know, anymore. I know exactly where we're headed and just methodically plugging away at that. I I just think that that's crucial.
1: That's one of my favorite things we do at the farm is it's not a, you know, one year vision, it's a five-year vision so that you actually, because life doesn't, we blink and a year passes. You know what I mean? Like most things take a runway. So you wanna do something incredible, you gotta be looking out ahead. And that's the biggest thing I hear from the people who come out to the farm. And when I check back in with them, they're like, I'm, it's happening. Like, I'm still rolling it out because, you know, we're two years out from the farm, but we've got five years of stuff on the books and there's a vision and there's not this pressure of, oh, I've got to do all these things in six months or a year. It's like, I have the space and capacity to let this roll out ahead of me to really build myself up as I go so that I'm prepped because- what you accomplish in year one, you are, you prep yourself in that you have enough time in that year to become the leader you need to be to carry that thing forward. But you're not ready for what's about to happen in year five. You need those five years and all the mistakes and struggles and things you're trying to become that person at year five. So you give yourself that space and that window to evolve and grow into the person you need to be. And I just see you guys doing it. And it's so amazing. And I am obsessed with you and Christina and the work that you're doing, but I'm particularly prideful watching it feeling like, oh my gosh, like they're doing it and remembering where you were when we were first (laughs) talking. is just like mind
0: blowing to me, the growth that's happened. Well, the other thing that I need to mention, because it it has truly transformed the way that Christina and I work, which is smarter, not harder, is prioritizing family. G- having you give us that permission that we don't have to do it the way that the world says you have to do it. That really changed how we work. And it's made it so much better because we do both honor and respect, putting our families first. So we are not working weekends. We, we keep our work within business hours and the other people on our team are moms too. So we all grant one another that grace of flexibility through motherhood. And um, when you do that, when you, when you feel like you're in alignment, it just creates a beautiful space of inspiration and creation and motivation and, um, you just feel in alignment. I feel genuine and authentic. I don't feel like I'm I'm saying one thing and doing another. Cause that ends up putting chains on you too in a in a different way. And you're mm-hmm. not happy, you're not fulfilled. Now is, is everything equal all the time? Of course not. That doesn't exist. But for sure, being alignment and and putting wife and motherhood first has just been transformational for us both personally and business wise and it that was so fun
1: to see that with you and your son at camp luminary and seeing it in the other entrepreneurs because I think that's exactly right like sometimes we need to be given that permission and it it can be a both and life like it you can be in the grind like in a stage of business where you do like I feel like there are a lot of people out there it's one side of the spectrum of the other right it's the Gary Vee yeah. That you know, I respect, but I don't want to operate like them. Where it's like twenty hours a day, grind, 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 and then it's the grace, like just you know, like whatever. And I'm like, you're never fairy dust. Yes, (laughs) and there's this world in the somewhere in between those two edges that is that both and experience of, yeah, you, two things can be true at once. You can be in a stage of business where you have to bust your butt. Like you do, you have to work more hours and you do have to hustle sometimes and you have to put an effort and you can honor your family as you do it. Right. And I think that is a missing link for a lot of people of feeling like they either have to be these kind of like side hustle, do it when I can kind of entrepreneurs or, you know, sacrifice everything for five years. So someday we can make it. And I'm, I'm trying to support the people that I work with and showing them ways to work smarter, not harder so that they don't have to hustle and grind all the time and that they can be really fruitful in their growth. They can actually see, massive financial growth and freedom coming into their business because they're learning specific actionable strategies that, that aren't being taught readily and that can be applied so that there is more passivity to their growth and residual financial growth. But they also do have to put in some work right at different times to get it there. And they're grounded and rooted in their values. And they're not just paying lip service to them because that's the, those are the things that they'll regret. And going into those seasons where we feel like we're totally, you know, like, sorry, family, I'm out, but I'm doing this for you. It's not in integrity with the value of family. If that's something that matters or, or same with health, right? Like how often do we do that? Where we're busting our butt and we're like oh we'll work out or we'll eat healthier we'll do sleep when we're dead kind of attitude and it's like well you're going to be dead a whole lot sooner if you keep doing it like that. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of elements to uh and, and values to be honored along the way and it can be both and so you're a living testament to that and you have such a beautiful family and you're such an incredible mother and you are you regularly ground me in that our conversations outside of business stuff are things I genuinely look forward to. And also, you know, you hold up the mirror for me in a lot of
0: ways. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of that friendship. Oh, you're so sweet. I think the world of you, I mean, I, I would shout from the rooftops, the ROI of investing in all of the programs is exponential. It's just been business changing, life changing, and I've made some incredible friendships including
1: ours. Well, I'm deeply grateful for it. I feel like sometimes it's like cheating. I get to like also pull these incredible friendships out of the business relationships. Uh, So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna link in the show notes both the access to our programs. So we have, if you are exploring something like a mastermind or you want more of a fast tracking process for something like scaling up at the farm that's more intensive related and we have some other intensives, I'll link to those in the show notes. Just make sure you apply because, at the very least, let's have a conversation around it and see if something aligns. And if not, I have a lot of peers in the industry that, you know, if I'm not your cup of tea, I can point you towards who might be. But I also want to make sure the women listening, especially, go check out. Jen and Christina's work. And I'm going to link there. I'm going to include that, uh, coupon code, which is again, luminary in all caps. And if you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash tighten your tinkler, which I'll link there <laughs> directly linked to the, the place where you can look more into their signature program. And of course you can go to tightenyourtinkler.com and check it out. You can go want to tell people where you're at on social and different things like that? Sure. If you're,
0: first of all, if you're thinking that you might have a women's health issue, I would encourage you to go take our five minute quiz. You can do that. It's linked in our bio on Instagram or at the top of our website. We have a bunch of in-depth teaching videos on lots of different topics over on our YouTube page. And we are not on TikTok yet so those are the places we're on Facebook as well. <laughs> we'll link to all
1: of your spots. People can find you, but thank you Jen both for being here with us today and for the work you guys are doing. It's I truly believe that, you know, in 10 years time there's going to be this massive full shift towards the way health and seeking health should be. And I think you guys are going to be at the front of that charge. So thank you for
0: your work. Thank you.
1: I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one. But you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them. And it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or a guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.